By way of introduction to the Sikha, it's just worthwhile mentioning that the term Shabbos Bereshis, which is going to be used many times in the Sikha, refers to the Shabbos that we have on a weekly cycle, the Shabbos at the end of every week, the Shabbos of creation. So the Rebbe says on the Pasuk Shabbos, Shabbos in Yiyah, Shabbos Lashem, that there should be a, a time of Shabbos for the land, which is referring to the Shemitah year. The Torah's Koyenim tells us on the words Shabbos Lashem, that just like it says by Shabbos Bereshis, Shabbos Lashem, so too it says regarding Shemitah, also Shabbos Lashem. Rashi brings very, very similar, but slightly different. Rashi says on the words Shabbos Lashem, L'Shem Hashem. For the sake of Hashem, just like it says by Shabbos Bereshis. Now at first glance, it seems like they're both saying the same thing. But if that's the case, we would need to understand the differences between them. Rashi explains that Shabbos Lashem means for the sake of Hashem. And then he points out that just like it says by Shabbos Bereshis. Whereas the Torah's Koyanim brings the comparison that by both it says Shabbos Lashem, but doesn't actually explain. So what do we learn out from the fact that it says by both Shabbos Lashem? A second point, Rashi just writes b- briefly, Kashem Shenemar B'Shabbos Bereshis, just like it says by Shabbos Bereshis. The Teiras Koyanim says, Kashem Shenemar B'Shabbos Bereshis, Shabbos Lashem, that just like it says Shabbos Lashem by, by Shabbos Bereshis, so too it says by Shemitah, Shabbos Lashem. And finally, in the Teiras Koyanim, this drasha is, on the second time, it says in the parsha Shabbos Lashem, Whereas Rashi explains it on the first time, a couple of psukim earlier, where it says Shabbos Lashem. In order to understand this, the Rebbe says, we know that there is a huge difference between Rashi and the Teras Koyanim in the sense that Rashi's idea is not coming to explain the halachas that we learn out from the various different psukim. Rather, to explain the simple meaning of the Pasuk. As Rashi tells us in Parshas Bereshis, Anilo Ivasi, I only came to explain the Pshutoy Shal Mikra. On the other hand, the Torah's Koyanim is the section in Torah, it's those Medrashim there, it's the Medrash that's explaining the Halachis of Torah. In other words, the Torah's Koyanim is here to darshan, to learn out of the Psukim, the various different Halachis that come out of them. This fundamental difference will explain the difference between Torah's Koyanim and Rashi in our case. The main difference between them will be that the Torah's, the Torah's Koyanim is coming to tell us a certain practical Halacha that comes out of this, Whereas Rashi is trying to tell us what does the Pasuk mean when it tells us Shabbos Lashem, what's the simple translation of the Pasuk, this will lead to all the differences between the Torah's Koyanim and the Rashi, as we will explain later. So there are some of Farshim that say that what does Rashi mean by the words L'Shem Hashem, for the sake of Hashem, that the Pasuk is coming to tell us that when we rest from the work of the field on the seventh year, it shouldn't be for our own personal gain, our own personal rest or for the benefit of the field, like the cases where sometimes people will allow their fields to rest, so that it will have the, be able to produce on the following years in a better way, but rather we should rest, L'Shem Hashem, for fulfilling the mitzvah of Hashem, and this is what Rashi says, it has to be similar to Shabbos Bereshis, just like over there, we need a rest, of course, for Hashem's sake. The difficulty, however, with this, the Rebbe says is, number one, if L'Shem Hashem, if what Rashi is telling us that it needs to be for the sake of Hashem, that's not the simple translations of Shabbos L'Hashem, and therefore Rashi has to somehow go ahead and prove it, then Rashi should have actually explained this back by Shabbos, when it says Shabbos L'Hashem, that it needs to be for the sake of Hashem. 
if Shabbos Lashem doesn't simply mean for the sake of Hashem. Especially that Rashi over here is telling us, just like it says, by Shabbos Bereshis. But by Shabbos, Rashi didn't even tell us that Shabbos Lashem means we need to be resting for the sake of Hashem. Point number two. If you should say that this pirush, uh, that Shabbos Lashem means that it needs to be for the sake of Hashem, but is, is actually very, very simple, and that's why Rashi usually does not have to explain it, and previously did not have to explain it. But somehow, in our case, he did have to explain it because here we would have been able to make some sort of mistake, and that's why Rashi has to tell us that it means L'Shem Hashem. The question, however, still remains, why does Rashi have to go and prove it that it's just like by Shabbos Bereshis? We find other times that Rashi gives a similar explanation and doesn't need any proof. For example, on the Pasuk, the Yikhuli Truma, take from me Truma, Rashi says, Lilishmi, do it for my sake, doesn't bring a proof. In the Pasuk, Kodesh Lashem, Rashi says, you should guard Shabbos for my sake, for my mitzvahs, it's in a different place where, where the discussion is about Shabbos. Why over here by Shemitah does Rashi start having to prove that you need to have it L'Shem Hashem just like by Shabbos? Point number three. Why does Rashi even quote the word Shabbos over here? Seemingly all Rashi is explaining is the word Hashem, telling us it means for the sake of Hashem. So why is there a need for the word Shabbos in the Dibra Maschil of Rashi? So the Rebbe explains this, that what's actually bothering Rashi is that word Shabbos. And that's why Rashi quotes the word Shabbos. Seemingly, this word is extra because the Pasik says, Veshav Sohaaretz, the land will rest. It could have just said, La Hashem, Veshav Sohaaretz, the land will rest to Hashem. Why is there a need for another word? Shabbos La Hashem. And this is what Rashi is explaining. L'shem Hashem for the sake of Hashem, just like by Shabbos Bereshis. What Rashi is trying to tell us is not that he's trying to explain to us that the word La Hashem means for the sake of Hashem. That we would have understood simply. Rather, the word Shabbos, the extra word Shabbos is teaching us that how do we need to be doing it for the sake of Hashem? There's a particular way. It's similar to Shabbos Bereshis. In other words, the same way how we rest on Shabbos Bereshis, this is how we have to do it on Shemitah as well, as the Rebbe will soon explain the significance of this. And Rashi explains it to us where on the first time it says Shabbos Lashem. Because this question is immediately the very first time it says that extra word Shabbos. Whereas the second time when it comes along, Rashi doesn't need to explain anything. He explained already what Shabbos Lashem means. And in Pshutish Mikra, there's no problem when a Pasik repeats the general idea a second time. If especially there is something new being added in this particular Pasik, like in our case, where it's speaking about the things that grow by themselves on Shemitah, also, also have the dinim of Shemitah, etc., However, in the Torah's Koyanim, which is not coming to explain to us the meaning of the words in the Pasuk, rather to Darshan HaLocha, this is why the Torah's Koyanim specifically will tell it to us on the second time it says Shabbos Lashem. Because when it says the first time Shabbos Lashem, there's no problem, there's no questions. Simply the Pasuk means that we should be doing it for the sake of Hashem, exactly as Rashi says. However, once the Torah says a second time Shabbos Lashem, now the Torah's Koinim is looking for a drasha and telling us, oh, there's some sort of halacha we must be learning out of it. Now, since the Torah's Koinim doesn't actually tell us which halacha we learn out from this comparison of Shabbos, rather it just says it in a simple way, that Kashem Shenamer B'Shabbos, just like it says by Shabbos, so too it says by Shemitah. The Rebbe explains this to mean 
that the chidush of the Torah's koyanim is not regarding a very specific halacha that we're going to learn out of Shabbos, but rather it's trying to tell us that the general idea of Shemitah is going to be learned from a very general concept in Shabbos. That is that we learn Shemitah from Shabbos and not Shabbos from Shemitah. In other words, we have the word Shabbos Lashem by both of them. And as the Rebbe will soon explain, we may have thought that we should be learning Shabbos from Shemitah. And this is what the Torah's Koenim is telling us, that we actually learn Shemitah from Shabbos. In other words, when we see the word Shabbos Lashem in both of them, we see that there's a certain comparison. But we don't know yet which one is going to be learned from which. And this is why the Torah's Koenim is telling us and adds those extra words. Kashem Shenem Arbe Shabbos, that just like it says by Shabbos, those words Shabbos Lashem, so too it says by Shemitah. In other words, Shabbos is going to teach us something about Shemitah and not the other way around. What is it that Shabbos is going to teach us about Shemitah? And what may have we thought? So the Rebbe base, explains this based on something that the Ravid says. That the Torah's koinum over here is dealing with the concept of toisves shviyas, of whether we have to add extra time before Shemitah, even before the seventh year. And this is what he says. That in the Gemara, the Gemara actually discusses that possibly we're learning over here a leniency. And that is, that just like Shabbos Bereshis, itself is Osir in Molochah. In other words, on Shabbos itself, you're not allowed to do Molochah. But before Shabbos and afterwards, you are doing Molochah. You're allowed to do Molochah in Atayra. So, so to Shemitah, it itself is Osir in Molochah, but before and afterwards would be Mutter. That means to say, we know there's a concept called Tois for Shabbos, that we need to add to Shabbos. So we should realize that this Tois for Shabbos by Shabbos itself is not Minatayra, and so too, we should not think that by Shemitah you need to add anything extra. Rather, you are a lot of plant, and so even in the end of the sixth year. Why would we think otherwise? What's the Torah's Koinim telling us? So the Rebbe explains it in the following way. Because simply and logically, if we would not be learning it out of Shabbos, we would actually think that by Shemitah we should be starting before Shemitah. That is, because the Pasuk says, V'shav aretz Shabbos Lashem, that the land needs to be resting. Another Pasuk, Shabbos, Shabbos, and Yiyah In other words, it's not only about the person resting, but it's about the land resting. The land needs to be in a state of rest, and not only that the person is practically not doing any work. If that's the case, it makes sense that we also shouldn't be doing work at the end of the sixth year. Because if we plant something at the end of the sixth year, it's going to be growing and working, so to speak, in the seventh year. So even if the person doesn't go ahead and do work, or even cut that which was grown... Nevertheless, what he has done in the sixth year caused that the land should be working rather than resting on the seventh year. So this is what the Torah's Koenim is telling us, that we could have made a mistake and thought the following, that just like by Shemitah, it's logical, that we should be resting beforehand. Maybe from that we should also learn for Shabbos, that we also need to add to Shabbos. So the Torah's Koenim is telling us that the Limud actually goes the other way around. That just like Shabbos, it says Shabbos La Hashem, and it's strictly referring only to Shabbos. So, so too, the resting on the seventh year is similar to Shabbos Bereshis. And that is that here too, we do not have to add extra Minat Torah. Again, learning Shemitah from Shabbos and not the other way around. 
So this is all the drasha of the Torah Skoyenim. But according to Pshat, according to Rashi and Torah, which is trying to just explain the meaning of the words. So simply the word Shabbos Lashem means that we need to be resting on the year of Shemitah for the sake of Hashem, as we said before. And Rashi is telling us that it needs to be in some way similar to Shabbos Bereshis. What does this mean? In order to explain this, the Rebbe focuses now on those words, Shabbos Bereshis. We keep on mentioning a regular Shabbos, referring to it as Shabbos Bereshis. Why the term Shabbos Bereshis? Why not Shabbos Yomim? Like we'll have, we find regarding Shemitah, for example, the term is Shabbos Shonim. So why do we refer to it as Shabbos Bereshis? So the Rebbe quotes a famous passage speaking about the Omer, where we say, On the day following Shabbos, the Koyen lifts and waves the Omer. Rashi explains over there that this means the day following the first day of Pesach. That means Yom Tif is being referred to as Shabbos over here. Rashi goes on over there and says, because if we would just say, if you think it just means Shabbos Bereshis, again meaning just an ordinary Shabbos, we wouldn't know which Shabbos it's referring to. What do we see from here? That when the Torah uses the term Shabbos, it could also be referring to Yom Tif. On the other hand, when we say the word Shabbos Bereshis, here we're clearly speaking about what we refer to as the Shabbos at the end of our week. And the Rebbe explains. Why are we referring to it as Shabbos Bereshis and what does Rashi mean by this? When a Yid is commanded to rest on Shabbos, and that's why it's called Shabbos, we actually have in the Torah two different reasons given. The first one is Zeichel Lamai Bereshis, that is since Hashem created the world in six days and rested on the seventh day, Therefore, a person is also commanded to rest, to, to work on six days and rest on the seventh day. As it says in the Aseris Hadibrois and Parshas Yisrael. Then there's a second point, and this is actually mentioned in Vayeschanan and the Aseris Hadibrois. Zecher Lamase Bereshis. The Pasuk says you should remember you were a slave in Mitzrayim, and therefore Hashem commanded you to rest on the day of Shabbos. Says the Rebbe, this is what Rashi means when he says Shabbos Bereshis, that we're resting as a zeicher lemaisa bereishes, that when we're resting, it's for the sake and remembering the concept that the Abishter created the world, and this will be different to the rest of Yom Tif, which Yom Tif, of course, is associated with Yitzias Mitzrayim, and in that way, there's a certain similarity between Yom Tif and a certain element of Shabbos. But Yom Tif is not zeicher lemaisa bereishes. So this is what Rashi means when he says l'shem Hashem, just like by Shabbos bereishes, that is. That when we are resting and having in mind that we're doing it for Hashem, it's with the same kind of kavona as a regular Shabbos. So Shabbos Bereshis, that means our rest of Shemitah is Zecher Lemaise Bereshis. That is, we're resting, remembering that the Abishta is the one that created the world in six days and rested on the seventh day, etc., etc. Says the Rebbe, based on this, we can explain what seems to be a very surprising Rashi in Parshas Mishpatim. The Pasuk says, Rashi, quoting the Mechilta, says that even in the Shemitah year, you shouldn't uproot Shabbos Bereshis from its place. Don't think since the whole year is called Shabbos, we don't have to have our regular ordinary Shabbos. And it seems to be very, very strange. Why would we think that we should uproot Shabbos Bereshis just because the whole year is called Shabbos? So the Rebbe explains, we just said that the resting of Shabbos has two aspects. There's Zeichel Lemaise Bereshis, and that's why we keep on calling it Shabbos Bereshis. There's also the aspect of Zeichel Yetzias Mitzrayim, which as Rashi explains, what's the connection between Yetzias Mitzrayim and Shabbos? 
that since the Abishta redeemed us, we should be his servants and keep his mitzvahs. In other words, the reason for the command of keeping Shabbos, which says in the first Aseris Adibris, which is Eichel that's the reason why we keep Shabbos. But why are we commanded and we have to fulfill the mitzvah? That is because of Zeichel Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. Because Hashem took us out and we are, we are His servants. So this is why one may think that a year, that the whole year is called Shabbos, even the weekdays are called Shabbos, because it's a year of Shemitah, so the whole year is Zeichel Amayis Why is there a need to also have our Shabbos? So this is what the Pasuk teaches us, there back in Pasha's Mishpatim, that even in such a year you need Shabbos Bereshus, the reason being is, because even though the whole year is called Shabbos, but practically the rest is only from the work in the field, and therefore the practical zecher for my Sibiratius is only going to be concerning those works with which a person is with a person is working in his field. However, the other rest of Shabbos, which which is an irregular Shabbos, which applies to all twenty four hours of the day, and that's why we're also in all types of malacha that we wouldn't have in the Shemitah year. And other aspects of Shabbos, which are also positive things that we need to do in Shabbos, etc. But based on what we said, this is all understood based on what we said before, that when we say this term, Shabbos Bereshis, we're specifically having in mind that it's Zeichel L'maise Bereshis, and that's why I would have thought in the Shemitah year, since I have Zeichel L'maise Bereshis all year round, why do I need Shabbos? The Rebbe says, from from the Chassidish aspect that we find in this Rashi, the rest and the Kedusha of Shabbos encompasses and permeates the whole Metzius of the person. Every aspect, every detail of the person, even as Gashmi's look at things, and as the Mitzvah is, we bring in Tainug into Shabbos, including the Tainug of eating, drinking, etc. That is, that although during the week these worldly matters and mundane things we only have that which is necessary. And if a person just gets involved just for his pleasure, this could be considered moisturized, extras, luxuries, and this shouldn't be taking place. But what happens on Shabbos? This Kedusha permeates even his physical aspects, and he needs to enjoy them, and that be kept. itself becomes a mitzvah and Kedusha. So Rashi is now hinting with these words, Shabbos Lashem, L'shem Hashem, just like by Shabbos Bereshis, so too it says by Shemitah, teaching us that when we are resting on the Shemitah year, it's not just a negative that we're not doing work, we're separating ourselves from the work of the land, but we need to have the rest similar to Shabbos Bereshis. That means to bring the Kedusha into our physical thing, things. We bring a Kedusha into the fruits, to the produce, to the things of the land, similar to the concept of Bechol Drochecha De'eyu, in other words, a similar Kedusha that we achieve on Shabbos. Says the Rebbe, but based on this, we also understand there's even a certain advantage in Shemitah over Shabbos. That is, on Shabbos, a person is elevated and in a certain sense completely removed from the world. We know that Chazal tell us regarding that there's a river Sambatyoin that even rests on Shabbos. On Shabbos, we don't do any sort of work. All of our physical things, as we said before, suddenly become holy and a mitzvah, etc. So we're really removed, in a certain sense, from the physicality of the world. On the other hand, Shemitah, we say, Shabbos It's about bringing a Shabbos and a Kedusha, even to our very physical things, even as they're lowly in their physical state, as we know that regarding Shemitah, we say that... 
um, the isurim of shmita apply to the produce that to the, to, to the produce that you're not allowed to destroy them, do business with them, etc., etc. The Rebbe says, furthermore, not only in regards to matters of food is the halachis of shmita, but even regarding the food of animals, if the pasuk says lachem laachla, etc., v'lovehem which means that we leave our produce out in the fields for the animals. And furthermore, when there's no more foods left for the animals, then the person is also not allowed to benefit from it. In other words, we have a concept over here that suddenly the person and the animals are almost like equal. And this is because of the great Gili Elikus that's shining down here. Everything becomes equal in front of Hashem. It says the Rebbe, this is one of the heroes of the mitzvah of Shemitah and the avoid the ruchness of each and every yid, even in Chutzlaritz and even Bismanazah. That the Kedusha of the person and his Dveikas to Hashem has to be, not only during the times of Torah and Tefillah, when he is holy and separated from the world, but also when he's involved in all of the mundane and weekday things of the world, just like we say regarding the six years that they are receiving from this seventh year, similar to when you're pouring from one big vessel into small vessels. So all the Kedusha is pouring down from the Shemitah year to the other six years. We need to bring that Kedusha of the Shabbos Lashem, that godly Kedusha into everything, which is the concept of Bechol Drachecha Do'eyu.